Welcome to episode 79 of the J Bunny's Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, J Bunny. Joining me today is True Pain Roberts, a bass player for the band The Lonely Ones and guitarist for the band Girl Fox. I met True earlier this year when The Lonely Ones were touring through uh, New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Went to their two shows in the area, got to hang out with True and get to know him. And we discussed the podcast and he had expressed interest in, in being on. It's taken a bit to, to get things together and get him on the show. But here he is finally uh, on the show after a couple of months of first discussing it. It's a great conversation and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Without further ado, here's True. What's up, everybody? It is Jay Bunny. I am here at home for what is likely the last episode of Jay Bunny's Music Hub for 2023. Joining me today is uh, True Payne Roberts from the band The Lonely Ones and also Girl Fox, correct? Sir, yep. How you doing today? Hanging in there, man. Haven't really been doing much since we got off the road. Just kind of been laying around. Going to a big hockey game tonight, though, so that's oh, all right, all right. that's the most exciting thing for my week. Yeah, you and I met, got to meet finally, because uh, uh, I was aware of you online from the time you, you joined the band last year, but uh, we finally got to meet earlier this year when Lonely Ones finally uh, toured through the New Jersey area. I wanted to ask you before we get, because this is very, you know, Lonely Ones heavy, obviously, but before we get to that, can you tell me about sort of your your journey in music up until the point where you joined the Lonely Ones as their bass player in 2022? Yeah, I... Uh... I, I I got a late start to everything, probably relatively compared to, you know, everyone else who's in the scene. I didn't start even playing guitar until I was 17, a senior in high school, because my brother bought a guitar and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll pick this thing up. I'll dabble in it. And then, yeah, I just met up with two dudes from my school. One was a drummer, one was a singer. And that's Ryder and Cable from from Girl Fox, and we started jamming together when we were 17, and we were god-awful. We were so terrible, and uh, <laughs> we ended up picking up another member, and we played a battle of the bands at the Al Rosa Villa in Columbus, Ohio. I don't know if you're familiar with that place. I, uh, due, due to the unfortunate circumstances that surround <laughs> that place, I am, in fact, yeah. aware of it. yeah. And then so obviously we got better and we started making waves in, in Columbus. And then I met Jimmy and Marty and all those guys just through the, the, the music scene. And once they uh, they lost a member, they Jimmy originally asked me if I wanted to audition for The Lonely Ones. And I was like, nah, I got too much stuff going on. I'm trying to make Girl Fox, you know, bigger, trying to get on the road with them. And then... Two weeks went by, they had no luck with finding anyone, and they had a show like a month later, and I was like, ah, fuck it. I texted them at like two in the morning, and I was like, all right, I'll audition. Let's 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 do it. And the next day, I met up with them at the studio and got the job on the spot, and we uh, immediately started rehearsing the, the day after that. So the band member that they lost was a guitarist. How did things end up that Jimmy slid over from bass yeah. to guitar, and then they hired you as a bass player? Great question. Terrible answer. The answer is literally just because I wasn't good enough to to learn those parts in that short amount of time. Because the Jake, the the original guitarist of the Lonely Ones, is just a shredder. Not my style. You know, I could have eventually got there, but it wouldn't have been what I wanted and stuff. And it's not, you know, and Jimmy is an amazing guitarist, and he's just got guitarist energy. He's 
like we we felt like we were like we want Jimmy on guitar anyway, and so it, I was like I'll play bass if that's what you guys want you know want me to do, and they were like all right sure yeah, and so I I had never played bass really in a band I did for like two months in this little three piece project in in Marion, and I mean saying I played bass for that band is is a pretty loose way to put it. It was just. <laughs> You know, just dum 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 dum. You know, it was nothing <laughs> crazy, but yeah. So I, I, you know, whenever I auditioned, that's that's the best part is they didn't audition my playing, they auditioned my singing. Okay. They were like, they were like, we know you can play because we've seen Girl Fox and stuff, and they're like, we know you can handle playing bass or whatever. Just sing for us, and if you can sing good enough, then then you're in because you know we're very vocal and harmony oriented. Right, and, right. You know, so luckily that worked out. Now, were you in any other bands other? You know, you mentioned this this three piece band other than Girl Fox and the Lonely Ones and this uh, this unnamed three piece that you played bass in. Were you in any any other bands over the course of time? Uh, no. That so that that three piece was actually still Girl Fox had broken up for a time, and then two of the guys from Girl Fox started a duo, <laughs> and then after like six months of doing that. They got a hold of me and they were like, "All right, dude, we want to we want to get it back together. You want to just play bass for us and we'll be a three piece now and we'll, you know." And so it was technically still like the same band. It was the same guys, but it had a different name. It was called Juvenile Jones. Okay. And uh, and I, I saw you uh you commented on my uh my Facebook post that I made yesterday because I had an ASCAP uh like royalty yeah. check. Yeah, yeah. And, and the 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 title of who it was addressed to on the mail was Get Sucked. That's the name of my publishing company oh. <laughs> to receive my royalty <laughs> checks. <laughs> so we, yeah, I was setting it up with Jimmy, and I was just fucking around, and he was like, "Yeah, you got, you got to, you know, you got to make a, a publishing company technically, so you got to register a, a name for your publishing company." I was like, "Oh, here, I got you," and I just typed in "get sucked," and then it goes "boop available," and I was like, "All right, fuck it, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's what we're going." <laughs> Whatever, whatever works, man. That's. Uh, yeah, I was gonna yeah. ask you about that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I wasn't expecting it to work, but you know, get sucked publishing. You know, look us up. <laughs> so you know, the the lonely ones were were sort of created after Boba Flex broke up, and I've noticed that, and that, not that they broke up per se, because they're they're still somewhat active. But I know that there's been a lot of confusion online about the two bands. You know, as far as why they're different or if they're different. And I can understand, you know, having kind of been, you know, around the Boba Flex guys and just kind of seeing how they handle the transition of one to the other by just like renaming all the social media pages and everything. So mm -hmm. I can get that from like a fan point of view and just seeing how that kind of happened. But being in one of the two bands, do you find that to be frustrating sometimes? Uh, At first it was, but I mean... It was more frustrating in the beginning because the Lonely Ones music was more similar to Boba Flex in the beginning. But since I've joined and since Tristan's joined and stuff, you know, like we since we've dropped Gucci Bags, Bedroom Door, Don't Cry For Me One More Time Around, all those tunes are much more alternative and kind of pushed away from the, you know, the, the meddler side of what Boba Flex was. Mm -hmm. And so it's we've we've actually seen we've done like a full turn in, in, in a lot of fans like we've kept a ton of those boba flex fans but we have you know not carried them over to the only ones either because it's just it's just different music which is you know which is fine but you know when we when we i first joined it was a lot more metal and stuff and so it was 
and also Tommy was still drumming for the Lonely Ones. So I was right. the only different member, pretty much. Right. It was like, you know, if you don't see Sean and you do see True, it's the Lonely Ones. If you don't see True and you do see Sean, it's it's Boba Flex, you know? And so right, right. it was kind of every, every show we played, every single fan would come up and tell me like, oh man, I, I've known these guys since Boba Flex. Boba, and they're always mentioning it. And I'm like, yeah, all right, well, you know. We're the lonely ones now, though. So it's right, know. right. So, it, but it's gotten a lot, lot better. I mean, so Boba Flex just does reunion shows now, and and they played one in Bucyrus, Ohio, which is like 20 minutes from my parents' house. So I went up to that show, and I was just, you know, there as a fan hanging out, and I saw a ton of Lonely Ones T-shirts in the crowd there for that, which was really cool because it's usually just the other way around. You see the Boba Flex shirts. At a long right, right. show, and I probably signed just as many autographs as those guys did. And every time someone would ask me to sign something, I'd be like, "I'm not in Boba Flex, you know that, right?" And they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I don't care." <laughs> so I mean, it, it's 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 cool. It's cool. There's no there's no problem there anymore. All right, well that's that's good to hear. Um, so the Lonely Ones, you guys recently released the first like official album from the start of the band up until now. It's just been singles. And I know that I had uh, Jimmy on the show in the last couple of years, you know, and he had kind of mentioned just the way that the industry goes. It didn't really make sense to release an album. So what made you guys decide to finally do that? It's it's weird because we, we, we kind of released an album, but we kind of didn't. You know, we, I mean, it still is going to be as far as online distribution. It still is singles. Just because of the way algorithms work and everything, and it, and it and it makes more sense to keep pushing these new campaigns of of singles over and over again to try to gain some traction instead of dumping it all into an album when you don't have label backing and you know you don't you don't know if it's gonna flop. But so we made we made a a, a CD, a physical record essentially, right. which I thought I had one around here. I someone took it but we have those you can buy them online on our on our online store and also at our shows but you know the the collection of songs isn't on like spotify as an album it's, right it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's just our singles broken up and there's actually still i think four four songs that are on the cd that you can't listen to online yeah so I, was, if, I was actually you know, gonna i was gonna mention that there were five songs that didn't make the record and yeah. five new songs that weren't released yet as far yeah. as my count. Yeah. So we're going to end up releasing those over time as, as singles online. And so merch sales are a huge part of the game and making money. So it, it's, it's a great bonus because when we're, you know, playing shows, let's say we're playing a show in South Dakota place where we rarely ever are, you know, and kind of struggle selling merch there compared to like Wisconsin or something. They have incentive to buy the CD now because they can't find those songs anywhere else, you know? Yeah. So it's, it helps with that. And then it also helps with, with, like I said, pushing out through the algorithms and, you know, gaining traction and popularity. Yeah. I noticed that when I, when I, when I met up with you guys for the, for the show in Jersey and the show in PA earlier this year, and you were selling like in addition to the merch, and I saw that you actually have on the on the site where you guys are selling rocks. Yeah, hell yeah, man! If people uh, are willing to buy it, we'll sell it. I mean, we've and, sold uh, some, we've sold literally everything. I mean, we sell Jimmy's boots whenever they break. As soon as he loses a sole in one of his boots, we sell them, and they sell. And so we're like, all right, we need gas money. You know, we want to eat McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like I remember you guys uh, when I because it was I think two days in a row that two shows. I was like, "What do you guys need me to bring?" And you were like, "Bring bread." 
So I brought bread and just <laughs> put the bread on the merch table. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't know why we did that actually. Well, I don't think I don't think anybody bought it, but initially it was buy bread, bring us bread so we can make sandwiches. And so then I was like, here's your bread. And Jess is like, I'm putting it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about. It. Yeah, that was in what was the Mount Holly, New Jersey. Is that where that was? There was that one. The one that I brought the bread to was in Stroudsburg, PA. Stroudsburg. Yeah. And that was that tiny little theater, like next to that theater. Right. Yeah, it was that the little, venue. you know, the. The Sherman Showcase next to the Sherman Theater, which until yeah, you guys yeah, were booked yeah. there, I didn't know that Tiny Room existed. Yeah, that was a weird show, man, but it was cool. It was just that tiny little room, and, and we, we had, like, zero ticket sales for it. And the way we got a few people in there was just we stood out on the street before the show and just drank and, and hung out and just pulled people in, like foot traffic. We are like, come to the show, come to the show. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it worked. It was, it, was, it was cool. That was actually one of my favorite shows, because then I remember we, uh, we went down to that, that bar. To the, that the, bar afterwards, yep. Yeah, and we, and we just shot the shit all night, and, and it was super chill night. It was, that, was, that was a really, really fun show. Yeah, those are my favorite kind of nights when, when you guys or, or other band, like I'm, I'm friends with the band Taking Dawn. They're based out of Vegas. I know one of the guys who used to be in Taking Dawn, who's in Adelita's Way, they're based out of Vegas. Like mm-hmm. any bands that I know, like when they happen to come through, it's always fun to, to be able to hang out, like see the show, support your friends, and then just chill out afterwards and have a good time. Yeah, no, that's every single night. That's the name of the game for us is we, we, we finish loading out and then we're like, all right, what are we doing? Where are we going? Who are we hanging with? You know, you yeah, gotta... like the, f- the, f- the first episode of this I ever recorded was back in April of 2017. And it was with Chris from Taking Dawn. Uh, they were going by the, the name Devil's Run at that point. And it happened to be that that show was funny. Jay Bunny's Music Hub, the first episode was recorded on Easter Sunday. They played Webster Hall in New York City. And then after the show, we were just kind of hanging around in the city we wound up going to to barcade and just like playing yeah. video games and hanging out it was a good time yeah uh it's funny you mentioned barcades our sound guy dave he he's a huge huge pinball guy so yes, we, we, we always try to find those yeah he uh he like competes in tournaments and stuff and he's nationally ranked and stuff so that's uh and i <laughs> funny story we were we were broke down outside of chicago for oh god it's it's a fucking wild story but we we ended up being broke down for like 15 hours and the only thing near us was this this bar which was actually a really nice bar and it had one pinball machine in it and so we just went over and we sat over there and we drank beer all day and dave just played pinball all day (laughs) and it was literally like over 12 hours we were there from like noon to midnight oh wow yeah so yeah we're no stranger to the pinball (laughs) <laughs> see i didn't know all the the stuff about him being ranked i see that he posts pictures of machines i think he's got some in his house and stuff but i didn't know all that other no yeah he I, I i don't know how it works i you know i i talk to him about it when we're around a pinball machine but he yeah he's, he's shown me like his state ranking and then his national ranking and and all that and you know i like i said i don't know anything about it but it's 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 cool it's 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 strange <laughs> you know hearing about these these hobbies that you know nothing about and seeing you know people's passion for it it's pretty cool right right yeah no definitely i'll have to ask him about that the next time that uh that you guys come through yeah so it's more craft beer too when you do oh hell yeah hell yeah that's right i brought you guys all that ghost talk <laughs> that show was good it was yeah, so I'm good actually, what's funny is i'm actually i have usually have tons of it here at the house we had uh you know parties at my house every so often and the last couple parties 
wiped out, not wiped out my supply completely, but uh, the party we had for my birthday in October, after the party, someone was like, oh man, there's a big dent in the fridge. And I thought they meant something hit the fridge and there was like a physical dent in the, they're like, no, 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 like not the actual refrigerator, like the beer inside. There's a significant <laughs> amount of it uh, missing. I was like, oh, all right, well that's, I can buy more beer and that doesn't cost as much as buying a new fridge or getting it repaired. <laughs> Yeah. What was the name of that that beer again? The brewery. Uh, so the name of the brewery was Ghost Hawk Brewing in uh, Clifton, New Jersey. Okay. Okay. Ghost Hawk. It's about uh, it's about ten minutes away from uh, the Lonely Ones. Never played there, but Boba Flex played a few times at Dingbats. Yeah, I've I've, uh, I've heard of Dingbats. We were supposed to play there actually. I think that was supposed to be my first show ever as a as a Lonely One, but it got it got canceled for for some reason. Yeah, I think what, if I remember correctly, you guys were scheduled to play and there was transport issues. The bus broke down or something. And uh, yeah. and so you guys had to cancel. And then the support or the opening by, uh, guy that usually plays with you guys in this area, Korazik, he, he went yeah, up, up having yeah, him yeah. do like just a headline show. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bus, bus troubles. That sounds about right. I don't remember exactly, but that sounds on brand for us. So... Going back to the album, one of the songs that I saw that's listed on the album is called Ayahuasca. And I would imagine that the way that it reads, it's pronounced the same as the drug, but it's spelled very differently. Why is it spelled different? Yeah, so that's kind of if you when you see us live, uh, Jimmy does this weird uh, intro into the song My God, which that one's not released either, just on the CD. And we, we, we liked that so much that we wanted to put it on the record but we wanted it separate on the track listing so that you know you can just jump right into my god you don't have to listen to that 45 second intro if you don't want to but the uh the iowa oscar or or however you want to say is yeah it's it's i believe it's a tribute to iowa where jimmy had a lady that he was once courting okay and so i yeah i you'll have to get him back on here to to go deeper into that one. I don't, I don't know what I, what I can and can't say regarding that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I just wasn't sure. I didn't want to chalk it up to like, Oh, they just don't know how to spell, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these guys don't know how to spell ayahuasca. They've, they've done too much of it. Well, it's funny is when I actually saw it spelled out once, I was like, I would not have thought that's how you spell that. So yeah, it's like a Y H yeah. there's yeah, probably numbers in there. Yeah. <laughs> So you mentioned that the the album is not available online. It's just available to purchase as a CD. I noticed that on the Lonely One store, it says set your own price. Was there a reason you guys went that route instead of just saying, hey, like it's five bucks, it's 10 bucks, it's 12 bucks, whatever it is? Yeah. So the set your own price, if you actually do punch it in, you do have to put the minimum for what the the, the CD cost, which I think we sell for 15 bucks. Uh, oh, okay. So you, can, you can't put less than 15, but... It, it gave us the option to where you can, you know, if if you want to donate or whatever, just to help us out. Which surprisingly enough, I would say 80% of people who have purchased CDs online give us an extra five bucks just to to help us out and stuff. Which actually works out because whenever we set it, we actually fucked up the shipping price, so we ended up having to pay for like half of the shipping on all the orders. So it was nice that we okay we got the little bonus. That's just more. We need money. Yeah, you know, we need to eat and get around. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. You know, and that's why whenever, you know, like I said, I've, I've known Marty and, and Jimmy for, for a long time. I, the first time I ever saw Boba Flex was back when they were on the, the Gigantor in 2005. 
Oh, wow, and I didn't, yeah. And I didn't know the guys personally then. I had just, I'd seen them and thought that they were awesome. And then due to the way that things went with that band, as far as record companies going out of business and all of that, I'd kind of lost track of them for a while. And then Jared, their bass player, and I don't know why, he'd like found me, and we didn't know each other, but he'd like sent me a friend request on social media, MySpace or Facebook or something. And I was like, is this actually the bass player from Boba Flex or is this like some like fake profile? And it turned out to really yeah. be him. And through that, I had found that the band was playing in the area at uh, the Stanhope House in Stanhope, New Jersey, and then met Marty in the bathroom. Mm. And he and I became friendly. And then they played a show a couple months after that uh, at another venue at, at Dingbats, actually. And uh, me and my brother got to hang out with them. We helped load in, load out, and wound up spending, like, wound up hanging out on the bus outside of Dingbats till, like, 5 a.m. or some insane time. Sounds, Just... so, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I've known I've known those guys for, for a long time. So that's why anytime that I can, anytime either band is in the area, I'm going to come through. I'm going to buy stuff. I'm going to ask, hey, what do you guys need me to bring? Yeah, we you appreciate know. that, man. That that actually helps a ton. It's it's you'd be surprised how difficult it is to get stuff sometimes just because you're in a giant bus and it's difficult to pull into you know a CVS sometimes and you know and park it. Yeah, when you guys played that show in Jersey, you asked me if you could give you give you guys a ride to the gas station. That's right, we went down put, to the gas station. Yeah, yeah, to get gas for the generator for mm -hmm. the for the air conditioner or whatever. God, I don't even know if we ended up getting the generator working. I don't know. There's there's always <laughs> problems, man. <It's>, yeah. <laughs> so I saw that Marty recently moved to Florida. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. How has that changed the way that the Lonely Ones approaches things, especially when it comes to recording and rehearsals and stuff like that? That kind of yeah. more requires in person. Yeah, I mean, luckily we're all, you know we all feel super good in our like music playing abilities. So, you know, not having to rehearse all day, every day is it was, it was a problem before, but you know, we're so, we're so tightly knit together that you know, as soon as we could not play together for six months. And then as soon as we get in a room together, it's going to be, it's going to be good. So, you know, it sucks not being able to rehearse with all of us, but we still have me, Jimmy and Tristan here. You know, we can meet up whenever we all, I live with Jimmy and Tristan lives close by. It honestly is just, it's a little bit tougher for writing because, you know, it, you can't have that, oh, hey, hey, meet me at the studio. I have this idea, you know, right. that we used to be able to do. And, uh, you know, we don't know how long he's going to be there in Orlando, but it's for the foreseeable future. So it's kind of something we're working around the best that we can. I mean, he flies up uh, anytime we have shows, he flies up a few days before so we can we can get rehearsals in for that. And then we try to do some writing too, while we're preparing for the shows. And, you know, it just, it just financially is a little bit tougher too. Cause you know, got to buy flights. Right, right, right. It's not cheap. Well, you know, I mean, at least you guys are still able to, uh, still make it work. Uh, you know, I've seen other, other bands that I know of where it's like, you know, where they have the idea like, Oh, this guy's going to move away, but like, we're still going to work on stuff, but it seems to lessen the output or, or end up being the end of the band. So I'm glad to see that that's not the case here. No. Yeah, no, we are. If anything, we're, we're about to be ramping up how much we're doing. So it's, yeah, we, uh, we are not going to let that, that one slow us down. It's, it's not a hindrance, you know, well, that's good to hear. So, you went in a little bit earlier about, you know, because like I said, they're very kind of Lonely Ones heavy because that's the band that I'm more familiar with. But uh, you talked a little bit about Girl Fox. How are things with, with that band as far as as far as 
Yeah, we uh, you know, we've been we've been around for a while, and we you know we started in 2014 ish, something like that, and we uh we kind of you know made waves in the Columbus area and just the Ohio area. We played you know in surrounding states but we never we know we never really jumped on like big tours kind of how the lonely ones are doing you know since i've joined the lonely ones and also cable uh the drummer of girl fox he's in like god i think it's four or five bands now and and they all tour it's been tougher to to keep up with that we're about to drop a couple singles and and you know there's been some some personal things outside of music that that certain members have had to deal with recently and we uh you know it's it's been a bit of adversity but uh it's it, we're not going anywhere we plan on uh playing we haven't played shows in in a little while but we plan on getting back on that pony very very soon hopefully uh springtime and then you know when when the schedule's open through lonely ones and cable's other bands hopefully get on the road and string together some tours and keep moving. I see, see, I play guitar in that band. Right. So it's, so it's, it's a bit different and it's stylistically pretty different from the lonely ones. It's very strokes esque, you know, maybe a little bit cage elephant, some softer stuff in there too. But you know, it's, it's good to have that outlet too on, on, on both sides. Cause you know, now I'm officially a bass player, you know, I gotta, right. you know, I'm, I'm tackling two different, you know, mediums of, of my art, I guess you could say. And so it's, it's good. And, 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 and yeah, like I said, we're, uh, I guess you could say we're on a bit of a hiatus right now, but it's, it's definitely not the end. Yeah. I, because I'd never heard the band before while I was waiting for the time that we set and waiting for you to let me know you were ready to go. I listened to a couple of tracks on, on Spotify and I, I sent the link to my wife. I was like, this really sounds like a band that you would dig. Cause it's more the sound that she kind of listens to. Yeah. And she's like, Sweet. Oh, make sure to check it out. As she's working right now. She's like, I'll check it out after work. Nice. Cool. Thanks. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's, some, you know, some fans over there on the East Coast. Yeah. I mean, so that's I mean, that's why I do this. And, and the precursor to this, I, I don't know if I told you when we were hanging out at that bar after the Strasbourg show, but like me doing this podcast had come out of I had just made like a Facebook group because it was like people always come to me like, hey, Jay, like I like this band or I like this kind of sound like what else might I like? And I always enjoy helping people discover things that they might not be aware of because there's so much out there that something's going to get missed either because of just the volume of content or, you know, if it's something that's more has more of a regional following and may not be in your area. Like there's 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 tons of reasons why people might not know about something. Right. And so I have always enjoyed helping people discover music that they might like. And so it started out by me making this Facebook page and just writing about bands like, hey, check out this band. This is their most recent single. This is a little bit of a history about them. And then after a few years of doing that, found myself in between jobs and went to college for radio. Always wanted to do radio and do this kind of thing as a career. And it just didn't work out because I was in like my last semester getting my bachelor's degree in broadcasting. I had a bad car accident that uh, my back is still messed up from Ooh. to this day. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to take a year off to like physically and financially recover from this car accident. And then in that time, my uh, girlfriend at the time got pregnant with our first kid. And I was mm -hmm. like, all right, now I'm having a kid. I don't really have time or the ability to go back to school. I have to get a job because I'm about to have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And so... You know, so I've just been kind of bouncing around between like 
call center jobs and retail work for the last 15 years just to keep the bills paid. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's like, so, like I said, adversity, man. You gotta, right. You and take so it on. when I was in between jobs, I was like, you know what? I really want to work in radio, but at the least I can start this podcast and see if it goes somewhere. And that at least even if it's not making me money, I'm still doing what I want to do in getting music out there, talking to musicians such as yourself and just and, and just helping to spread their story. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's I mean, that's what it's all about. That's that's how you find the next big thing, you know. Yeah. You got you got to go to 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 these smaller these smaller band shows and stuff. You got to always get out there and, you know, figure out who's making the waves and so that's, you know, that's awesome that you're still doing that, you know. Oh, I you know, I feel like sometimes I'm in the minority, but I I certainly uh <laughs> will will, you know, until I'm until I die, will be uh, you know, a big supporter of all Hell things yeah. music. So you had mentioned for for Girl Fox, you know, that the some of the other members are also in other bands. Um, and so I was going to ask you, not knowing that, but knowing that you're in two bands, is it hard to manage all of those sort of scheduling things when like one band might have stuff going on or not? Yeah, it's it's very very difficult actually, because you got to think also, a lot of us also work part time jobs too. Right. You know, I mean, we're still just we're all. I think every member in Girl Fox is 25 or 26. And so, you know, we're still bartending and waiting tables and doing, you know, normal part-time jobs. So you take that combined with you, you need a social life and then you've also got 35 bands you're playing in. It's 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 not easy. It's a lot of last minute decisions of like are we able to rehearse you know like we you, you take four 25 year old dudes and you know like all right everyone at two o'clock we'll figure out if we can rehearse or not at three o'clock and then one of our guys has to drive an hour even so it's it's like it's a ton of that and you know 50 percent of the time it just doesn't work out and we're like oh shit we can't rehearse today that sucks but you know like hey make sure you you call off work on you know next saturday and make sure you've got you know yada yada yeah. yada and then of course you know a, a lot of people also just forget and then it's like oh shit wait hold on guys i can't do this now and everyone else <laughs> had prepared for it and you're like god damn it man like come on oh, like like i didn't realize what day it was yeah exactly i mean <laughs> yeah a lot of that <laughs> a lot a lot of that but it's it's that's what it's all about it's cool though i wouldn't trade it for anything i love doing it you know it's oh absolutely man i get to now, wake up and i don't know what i'm doing some days i'm like all right i'll go figure it out <laughs> Now, do you ever do? I know that 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 some people are 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 would rather do it. Some people would rather not. Do you ever? What's your feeling on like your two bands playing shows together? Oh, like like Girl Fox and Lonely Ones being on a bill together? Yeah, yeah, we've done that. We've done that. I I think twice maybe. But we we actually played the first time we uh, Lonely Ones headlined uh, Newport Music Hall here in Columbus. Yeah, Girl Fox was not direct support, but just before direct support and. It was cool to to play double duty. It was a lot more tiring, but you know, I, right. I think girl, I think we all wore suits in Girl Fox for that show. And then you know, I go backstage, I have a break when September Morning played between us and the Lonely Ones, and uh, yeah, just wardrobe change, had a couple drinks, got back out there and played bass for an hour and twenty minutes. And we actually just played Newport again the other day, and Tristan, our drummer, his other band where he plays bass in. Uh, they're called Cozen. They opened up the show. They were the uh, the first act uh, to play, so he pulled double duty. 
you know, it's 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 cool to keep it because we're all we're all friends with each other too. Like like Marty and Jimmy know all the Girl Fox members and stuff. They're all good buddies. It's 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 very family esque, and so you know, it's it's we love it. If we have the chance to 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 have all of our bands on one bill, we're like fuck it, let's do it. Let's just have a party, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's good to hear. Like I've asked because I've asked other musicians about that, and they're like, nah, you know, I'd rather not. Uh, do both because that can be too you know especially if it's a singer like i don't want to do both because it'll wear me out too much yeah that's fair singing is is if a, a lead singer at least yeah that's i could see that so we were talking a bit about before with the the cd and and you know the reason that you guys are only releasing singles is because that's kind of the way that is the best way to get traction these days and so i wanted to ask you the same thing that i ask everybody that's ever been on the show which is you know, how do you feel about the current state of the way that the music industry is, where there is not really a focus on, on album sales or, you know, physical albums anymore? Everything is streaming, Spotify, singles. Yeah. So I personally, I I think it's great. I think it's fine. I think it's 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 an always evolving business. And, you know, it evolved from the 40s to the 60s. Things were done differently that, you know, it's always changing. And you get a lot of people who don't like that they hate it they think it's you know the the stupid gen z way of of things happening and stuff but you know it's you get if you're if you're passionate about it you have you just find a way to make it work you have to you know you can't sit and bitch and moan about how it's not fair that you know things are this way now and it's oh it was way cooler in the the 70s and 80s it's like yeah well that's fine if you think that, but it's not the seventies and eighties anymore. So right, you got right. you got you gotta deal with it. You know, I think it's music's gonna be even, you know, different from now in, in ten, twenty years and you're gonna have to figure out a way to make it work if you're if you're an artist or, you know, whatever you're doing, manager, you know, with especially with social media, we obviously know how absolutely insane that's gotten. And so it's right. you know, you gotta you gotta just play the game as best as you can and you can't, you know, point fingers and say it's not fair for, you know, well, we didn't get signed because of this because, oh, you know, no one's buying records anymore. It's like, well, figure out a way to make it work. You know, you got to be creative and you got to you got to work your ass off. So and then how about the from the more the financial aspect of the the way that the streaming services pay and the fact that Spotify just even tweaked their their pay model where you yeah. have to get a certain amount of streams before you see any money. And then even then it's like fractions of pennies for every play. Yeah, I'm absolutely an advocate for companies like Spotify should be paying their artists more. You know, I'm not going to pretend like that's not a problem. But it's also, again, a little bit of it really, really sucks. That one really does suck. But it's just the way it is. You know, we got I mean, we can fight for for that change and, you know, try to get artists paid on a better, you know, scale. But it, it, what do you do? Do you do you just not upload your music to Spotify then? Right. If you don't if you don't do that in this current, you know, you're you're not gonna gain fans, and so it's like you're in this stranglehold, and it really sucks, and it's it's shitty by by some of these companies to you know, I think Spotify pays the lowest, maybe YouTube Music pays lower or something like that, but it's I don't know, it's it's one of those things where you can sign as many petitions as you want, or you know, make as many social media posts as you want, but at the end of the day, you got you, until something changes, you still just got to keep beating forward. You got to keep doing what you're doing and, and you know, working hard and kind of taking it on the chin. It, it, it sucks, but it's fair enough. And so, you know, uh, right now, at least with with the with the lonely ones, I know that at one point 
during during COVID, you guys were were signed to Imagine Records, but I believe uh, when I talked to Jimmy, he had said that you guys are, are independent again. So what are, are you guys looking to to stay independent? Are you looking to maybe sign with another label again at some point? Or yeah, I mean if it's if it's the right you know deal we're looking for, obviously you know we have management and stuff that that you know shops us to certain labels, and we've talked with a lot of different labels and had a couple different times where contracts were about to be signed, but the deal just wasn't right. And so we decided to stay independent. You know, we're not necessarily looking for anything specific. We're just waiting for that, not waiting, but working towards getting that right deal. You know, and it's, it's, it's also more than just labels these days. You know, you got to have a good booking agent. You got to make your own waves in, in certain markets and, and, you know, gain fans the old fashioned way as well. You know, you gotta, you gotta do both. So it's, it's, you know, we're not necessarily looking to stay independent, but we're not like, Oh man, we need signed right now. You know, we're trying, we're just trying to put out the best music that we can and, you know, gaining as many fans as we can. And, you know, staying on the road is a huge one for us. We, if we don't play for like a month, we're going crazy. We, you know, we love to be on the road. And so we're, we're just trying to stay out there. And if a label is, is what can get us out there, then yeah, we're like, Hey, let's, you know, let's talk. But we've gone through a couple of different booking agents that, get, you know, get us, get us out there. And, and right now we're working with, with someone named Courtney and she's married to Scotty Austin. Oh, know, okay. Is, yeah. I know so she, she, she books him and stuff. And so we've got some dates coming up with Scotty Austin and, and rehab and stuff because she's, uh, she's doing booking for us now. And it's, it's been different you know it's been weird because we were i think we've gone through three different booking agents in the past year and a half something like that and so it's once again just adversity of of figuring out you know what are we going to do and how are we going to do it well right right but but it's 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 going well as of now so you know we're we're just uh you know head forward and keeping on yeah i I seem to be falling into that line of work my without without trying i'm not sure if you're familiar with uh with mark rizzo the guitarist uh, for El Nino uh-huh. used to be the guitarist for Soulfly. Oh, okay, yeah, I I, I know those groups, but yeah. yeah. So he he lives in Jersey, and he's got an addition. He's he's in addition to currently being in El Nino, formerly being in in Soulfly, he's got an acoustic cover band called Acoustic Vendetta. Mm-hmm. And I ran into him at a show with Dingbats a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, man, he's like. I really want to play more like shows in this area of Jersey when I'm not on the road. He's like, do you think you can help? I was like, I guess I could. And yeah, so now why, I've just been not? like sending out emails to like bars and breweries and cause they're just a small kind of like three piece, just kind of set up in the corner of wherever and, and do acoustic covers kind of a band. And so I've just been dropping out emails all over the place just for them for the last week or so. There trying you go. to get them booked. <laughs> Jay Bunny, uh, booking agency right there. Get it started. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that's how you start doing it. Yeah. So you mentioned when I asked you about Marty moving that, uh, you guys are going to be ramping up. What, what's, you know, the kind of the last thing I have to ask is what's next for you and, and your bands. Like what does the future hold as far as the next few months, the next year with shows releases and whatever the hell else. Yeah. So we're about to drop at least one more single in the next month, month and a half, probably month and a half, two months. Going to do that. Going to have music videos. Like I said, we're getting tours booked right now. And so we're, we're getting out to 
2024, I know we've got some stuff booked in some places we haven't been as the Lonely Ones. We've got some uh, some shows in Texas, uh, Oklahoma, I think Arizona. You know, just new new endeavors. I'm 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 dabbling into video production a little bit, and I've shot a music video that I directed, edited, shot, and everything for Girl Fox for a song called Zap that uh, I was really happy with. And so I think on our next Lonely One single, I'm, g- I'm going to do the same. Uh, we're going to try to shoot it ourselves instead of, you know, hiring third party. So that's exciting. Yeah, man, just same as 2023, but hopefully bigger and better. Without, uh, you know, revealing anything that's not announced, any, any plans to, to come back this way? I'm trying to think if we have anything booked out there yet. I don't know if we have anything booked as of now, but I can guarantee you we'll be back out that way in 2024. We're not going to not hit, uh, you know, places we've already been. If we've if we've been there, we're going to be in the area again. You know, we have to. Absolutely, we'll be out that way at least at least once this coming year. Perfect. Perfect cuz like I said, I love the love to be able to come out and uh and like i said see see friends i don't get to see often yeah and, no it's uh, awesome man you know although we've only met and you know face to face once i definitely you i consider you one of those people absolutely man yeah bring some more ghost talk and we'll have a few hell yeah hell yeah. i mean if you guys play <laughs> clifton i can take you to ghost talk oh yeah dude i i i don't know why we haven't played that place yet i i dingbats right that's yeah yeah, I I know we were supposed to make up that show, and, and you know maybe that's somewhere we'll go this year. Maybe we'll uh maybe I'll I'll throw that feeler out there for for Courtney to see if she can get us in there. Yeah, dude, because like I said, the ghost talk is like a less than ten minute drive from Dingbats. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. And there's also uh, I don't know how familiar you are with like world renowned hot dog places in New Jersey, but directly across the street from Ghost Talk is this really well known hot dog place called Rut's Hut. Never so, heard of it, but I'm I'm into it. I love scarfing down a dog. Well, it's convenient as heck because in Jersey, all, it's weird how in every state the laws are different. In New Jersey, breweries aren't allowed to serve food, whereas if you go to a brewery in New York, they've got some of the best food you've ever had. Yeah, so absolutely. it's So it's pretty convenient that they can't serve food, but they've got this place right across the street so people can just walk out, get some food, you know, come back. Yeah, what what the hell's up with that, man? You can't can't pump your own gas in that place. You can't you can't serve food in a brewery. What? That's that's un-American. Yeah, no, it's weird. There's 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 a lot of weirdness when it comes to and and there was there was this whole campaign over the course of this year. Within now we're getting into legal stuff, but this whole campaign over the course of this year that all of the New Jersey craft breweries were banding together and asking. You know, people that were uh, supporters of the industry, you know, their consumers, their their customers, you know, reach out to the state legislature and tell them to pass this bill. And it was like it like passed unanimously and then was vetoed by the governor. And they had yeah. all these all these like really weird, even stricter restrictions like, hey, you can't coordinate with a food truck. You can only have 20 uh, events a year hell? and this is what counts as an event and you you're, you can only have it your, your tvs within the brewery can only be this like this big like oh, all this insane I, shit holy shit god i'm gonna start signing some petitions what the hell yeah so i know that <laughs> they i mean 
I don't know where we're at at this point. I know that they were they they were trying to get the governor to reconsider vetoing the bill before the year or or push something else through before the year was up. I don't know when they have their last session or whatever in the state the state legislature, but uh, I know we're close to the end of the year, so they might be they might be fucked and they might have to wait till next year. God, politics are awesome, man. <laughs> how how sweet is that? God. So, well, to end it on a downer like that, but uh, I do want to thank you for uh, for your for your time today. It was great talking to you, and and I can't wait to to see you guys back in the area. And like I said, uh, if you guys are if you guys come into I'll, wherever you are, you know, in Jersey or, or near enough, I'll be there. But if you come into to Clifton, I'll definitely uh, either bring you guys some ghost talk or bring you guys to ghost talk. Hell yeah, man! It was a pleasure talking with you. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. I don't recognize your face If I never come down again Would it really be that bad?
from their self-titled full-length album that was The Lonely Ones with One More Time Around. Don't forget, you can only buy the full CD on the band's website, thelonelyones.net, but you can also find that single on Spotify or anywhere else that you stream your music. I want to thank True for being on the show. If you want to follow True and his bands on social media, you can follow True on Instagram at TruePainRoberts. You can follow The Lonely Ones on Facebook and Instagram at The Lonely Ones Band and on X, formerly Twitter, at underscore The Lonely Ones underscore. And you can follow Girl Fox on Facebook, Instagram, and X at Girl Fox the Band. Don't forget, you can also follow J Bunny's Music Hub on all of those lovely social media platforms. Just search J Bunny's Music Hub. Uh, don't forget that we do still have a Patreon that currently has no subscribers. It's still there waiting for someone to subscribe to it and be all kinds of extra content for you if you do opt to subscribe. And also don't forget to follow Industry Embers on Facebook and X and tweet any of your music purchases with the hashtag buymusic, B-U-Y, or it's buymusic, B-Y-E. As for what is next for the show, um, as any of you that listen may have noticed, uh, there has been a lot less show in 2023 than there had been in the past. That is owed mostly, as mentioned in the previous episode with Andy, to having adult responsibilities that require much of my time. But I'm not giving up on the show. Um, I do have some emails out there for potential guests. I do. I had a random interaction on Facebook the other day that seems to be seems to have stumbled me into booking a guest on the show. I'm just trying to iron out the details of when that's going to happen. But uh, So there's definitely still shows coming. I'm going to try to do more in 2024, but I, I don't know. It's all going to depend on how much time I have available and how many guests that I can book. If we can't book guests, we'll try to do roundtables like we've done in the past, but it really all comes down to time. I do want to thank you guys for uh, keeping up with the show, though. If you have any requests, any suggestions, anything like that, feel free to reach out on any of the social media platforms. I am most often on Facebook, so that's the best way to reach me. Don't really use the X slash Twitter all that much. Also, don't really use Instagram all that much. I don't know. Call me old. We also still have the TikTok. We put like one thing on there. I'm going to see about getting more stuff on there. Uh, when we do the remote podcasts through Skype, uh, Charlie did uh, talk me into buying a webcam. Um, so these last couple episodes that have been online have been recorded. Um, so it's just a matter of doing something with that video, maybe putting some clips on TikTok or YouTube. I don't know. Again, those are all things that take time that I don't necessarily have, but I'm certainly going to try to see what we can put out there for everyone to enjoy. I think that that is it for today. I want to wish everybody a happy new year and, uh, keep an eye out for us in 2024. We're going to leave you today with another song by The Lonely Ones. This song is also available on the band CD, which you can only buy on their website, or available to stream as a single. This is Don't Cry For Me. Until next time, guys. i
cheeks I cut my teeth on shiny things and shit 